Hello, welcome back to Retirement Clarity Radio. I am your host, Scott Newhouse. I'm really excited that you are with me today. Today, we're going to be talking about when not to do a Roth conversion. And I've got five reasons why we should not do Roth conversions. Now, before we get into the episode, um, let me talk a little bit about what a Roth conversion is, just in case someone's listening to the first time and they, and they have never heard of that term before. A Roth conversion is essentially when you're going to take money in your tax-deferred accounts, like your traditional 401k or traditional IRA, and you're going to convert it, move it into a Roth uh, type account, uh, like a Roth IRA. And so essentially what you're doing is you're locking in the tax rates that we have right now and whatever you convert, you have to pay ordinary income tax on. Then you take it from that tax deferred, you know, let's say an IRA, and then you move it into that Roth IRA. So whatever you move over, you lock in as ordinary income. You got to pay, uh, you know, federal and state taxes on that. And then that money gets in the Roth IRA where it can grow tax, uh, tax-free. And then when you take it out under all, of course, the qualifying rules, uh, you take it out, distribute it from the account tax-free as well. And the reason why people might want to do a Roth conversion is because they think their tax rates right now are low and historically they are pretty low. Um, and so they want to lock in the low tax rates we have right now, and they don't want to have to worry about potentially rising tax increases in the future. So you lock in the tax rates today. Don't have to worry about tax rates rising in the future because again, those Roth distributions that you're going to take in the future, you follow all the rules, you take it out uh, tax free. And so that's like the general uh, really high level reason why we want to consider at least a Roth conversion. I've actually written a book about, you know, how you can lower your taxes in retirement. It's actually right behind me if you're watching on video, uh, The Retirement Tax Bomb, which you can get at freeretirementbooks.com, freeretirementbooks.com, and then you can just download a PDF copy of that book. So I am a big fan of Roth conversions, so this this episode might surprise some of you, uh, but I actually think there's a lot of good reasons why we should not do a Roth conversion. And so that's what today's episode is going to be about. Um, and and, you know, it may be the case that in your specific circumstance, and I can't obviously give uh, advice for your specific circumstance on this, you know, podcast slash video series, um, but in your circumstance, you may never uh, have the need to do a Roth conversion, and it may never make sense for you to Roth to do a Roth conversion. On the other hand, maybe it might make sense for you to do a Roth conversion, but it doesn't make sense in one particular year for you to do it. So there's, there's a lot of complexities uh about this. And so, you know, just because it doesn't make sense in 2021, let's say, for you to do a Roth conversion, that doesn't mean it doesn't make sense for you to do it in 2022. Uh, again, it's really highly specific and it's depending on what's going to happen on that tax return. Uh, and that's what's so important. That's why no, that's why no one can really give you specific advice on Roth conversions without speaking to you and seeing your tax return because it's just so specific um, and focused on that. Now, with all of that prelude out of the way, let's talk about five reasons why you might want to not do a Roth conversion either now or even in the future uh, for, for many, many years or, you know, never do it at all. So the first reason why you might not want to do a Roth conversion is that you know you're going to be in a lower tax rate, uh, tax bracket in retirement. So let's say you're working right now. If you're in your 50s, you know, typically people in their 50s are making the best income that they've had in their entire career. So let's say you're making a really good income. Maybe you have a spouse and they're working a little bit too. So that boosts the income up a little bit. Um, and you look at the earned income that you're making right now and you just say, there's no way I'm going to make this much in my retirement. Um, 
you know, just depending on, you know, the assets that you have. Uh, in that case, it may not make sense for you to do these Roth conversions right now because you're already eating up so much of your tax bracket with your ordinary income. Uh, and it might make sense for you to wait a few years until uh, you shift uh, to, you know, stop working entirely and all that ordinary income goes away. And then that expands the availability of you to do Roth conversions um, since that ordinary income is gone. Uh, so that's reason number one why we might not want to do a Roth conversion. You're just going to be in a much, much lower tax bracket in retirement. The second reason I have for us not to do a Roth conversion is you simply do not have the cash to pay for the conversion. Now, um, again, you're going to take that money from the traditional IRA and move it into a Roth IRA, and you're going to have to pay taxes on whatever you move over. So you got to lock in that taxes, uh, lock in that tax rate, but then you also have to make sure you pay that tax liability on April 15th of every year uh, that you do it. Now, you potentially could pay for those taxes with the amount that you convert. So let's say you convert $100,000 from a traditional IRA into a Roth IRA, and you're tax bracket um, is at the 24% uh, mark. So, you know, you have to pay 24% on that conversion, at least at the federal level. You potentially could take that money out of the conversion and pay for it there, but there's a couple problems with that. Um, one, if you're under age 59 and a half, you're going to have to pay a penalty of 10% uh, for, making, uh, for making those payments from that conversion amount. Uh, the second reason why you might not want to take it, uh, the taxes from that conversion, is because it's going to slow down uh, your after-tax money, that Roth IRA money that we want to grow tax-free and that we can distribute tax-free. You're just, you're just going to slow it down so much um, if you take the taxes out of the conversion amount and um, and not take it from somewhere else. So ideally, if you have money in a taxable account, like a checking or savings account that's just getting, you know, next to nothing in interest, at least right now and towards the end of 2021, you know, interest rates are basically nothing in, in those checking and savings accounts. Um, or if you have extra money in some kind of brokerage account, some kind of investment account, uh, a joint account that you have with your spouse, uh, a sole account that you have uh, payable, uh, transfer on death uh, type account, individual type account. If you have something like that with money that you could pay those conversions for, I would love for you to take that money from there. So if you don't have the money to pay cash for that conversion, um, it really may not make sense for you to, to do a Roth conversion in this particular tax year. The third reason why you might want to wait or not do a Roth conversion at all is because you're really close to your gap years of retirement. Now, a gap year, um, and let me use an example to explain what a gap year is. Let's say you're 57 years young and you're planning to retire at age 60 and you've done the numbers, you've crunched the numbers to make sure that you can retire at age 60. So you're 57, you've got three more years left of work, you're really close to turning off that earned income. Um, and the gap year refers to basically the time that you retire, so age 60, all the way up until age 72. Now, why is age 72 important? Important. Um, that's because that is the year that you have to take required minimum distributions from your portfolio. So in other words, the government requires that you take that tax deferred money and you take it out of your account, therefore paying ordinary income taxes on that money because the government wants you to spend it and they, you know, frankly, they want to get the revenue from that money because you've never paid taxes on it so far. So the, the government's going to require you require you to take out a certain percentage um, each year starting at age 72. And so the gap years are those years from the 
the day you first retire, that first year, so let's say age 60, all the way up until age 72. And the gap years are great for Roth conversions because you're not going to have that ordinary income because, again, you just retired. So you're going to have that 12-year window uh, to make these Roth conversions to figure out a way, how do we get as much money as we can, as it makes sense, into the after-tax type buckets, the HSAs and the Roth IRAs and the Roth 401ks. How do we get money in those after-tax buckets in that 12-year period uh, so that at age 72, when you start taking out those required minimum distributions, you're not going to have to take out too much, and also you're not going to have to pay too much taxes on those required minimum distributions. And so what I love people to do is I love people to have a... Uh, a level of flexibility at age 72 to take money out of taxable buckets, tax-deferred buckets, as well as tax-free buckets. It's going to depend on your specific circumstance, you know, how much you want in each of them. But ideally, we don't want to have all of our uh, investable assets at age 72 in tax-deferred money because then when you want money, you're just going to have to pay whatever ordinary income taxes then. And we have no idea what taxes will be in the future. I personally think they're going to rise. They're set to rise in 2026 uh, by current law, and they could increase above that, which again, I've written about in my book. But the main point here is that those gap years from uh, the day you retire, let's say age 60, all the way up until age 72, you're not going to have any ordinary, excuse me, you're not going to have any earned income and so that's going to provide this big window for you to do Roth conversions lock in you know these lower tax rates since you don't have any other income and get that money into after tax type accounts so if you're really close to those gap years you really might want to consider waiting to do the Roth conversions and do it when you have no uh, earned income now that's my third reason my fourth reason why you might not want to do a Roth conversion is let's say you're already in retirement and you already have a high income because you've got a great pension which some people still do you know a lot of people don't have a pension anymore but some people that I speak to still do have a pension and then you also have claimed Social Security early and those two things are really adding up in terms of taxes and so if you already have a pension going you have the Social Security going there's really not too much we can do to, to reverse those you do have a, a, a short window that you can um, put back your Social Security benefits and, and claim it again later um, but if that's not what you want to do and you're already kind of living off this pension Social Security and you like the flow of things in retirement then it's really gonna uh, lower the window that you have to do Roth conversions or frankly it may not make sense for you to do them at all because you know that pension and the Social Security those are gonna be taxed um, they have different provisions in terms of how pensions and Social Securities are, are gonna be taxed but essentially if you've got too much income coming from those two sources it's gonna limit and lower what you can do in Roth conversions so maybe it doesn't make sense for you to do it at this point uh, and that is my fourth point the fifth one the last one that I have for us today is you simply don't want to you know you simply do not want to do the Roth uh, conversion and honestly if it makes sense for you uh, I think that's perfectly fine um, and you know I have obviously said a lot of great things about the Roth conversions and making sure that we get this tax flexibility but the main purpose of a Roth conversion, as shocking as this may be, is not to save money on taxes. Uh, as crazy as that sounds, the main purpose is to make sure that you can have a comfortable retirement for 30 plus years uh, and that you can stay retired uh, for that whole period of time without ever having to go back to work or really sacrifice your income uh, and lifestyle too much. So if you can figure out how to have a comfortable retirement and you can just make sure that you know, you're not going to have to go back to work, you're going to have that nice lifestyle for 30 plus 
years, then honestly, a Roth conversion is optional. And if you want to do it, great. But if you don't want to do it and the numbers make sense um, in terms of you not needing to do it, then you don't have to do it. So those are my five reasons why not to do a Roth conversion. If you want to learn more about this subject, again, you can pick up my book for free. Uh, it's available at freeretirementbooks.com, freeretirementbooks.com, and then you'll get a downloaded uh, PDF copy when you sign up for it there. So that's all I've got for today. Really appreciate you listening, and I hope you all have a great week. Thanks again for listening. As a reminder, you should consult with a financial advisor familiar with the specific circumstances of your unique financial situation before making any financial decisions. Nothing in this podcast is a solicitation for the sale or purchase of any securities. Any mentions of rate of return are hypothetical in nature and not a guarantee of future returns. Scott Newhouse, CFP, is an investment advisor representative of Forthright Finances, a California and Nevada registered investment advisor.